0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, it's the RR show coming at you impatiently with some malicious compliance. So without further ado, grab your tea and grab your popcorn as we jump in with our first story from you slash impatient comment 9072 Nothing you can do about stolen food? Well okay then. I saw a story of stolen food at work and it reminded me of one of my husband's stories, so I decided to share it. Over 15 years ago, my husband was a nurse technician at a private hospital in a small town in Brazil. At the hospital, there was a constant problem of food being stolen from the employee's fridge. There were constant complaints, but the administration would just ignore them. One day, my husband brought a pot of cream cheese worth 2 reais, about 50 cents put it in the fridge, and when his break came, he saw it was missing. He went to HR to report the theft, and they told him that since it was not hospital property, well, there was nothing they could do. My husband just said, huh, is that so? Turned around and left. He went to the phone and called the cops, asking them to come because there was a theft. He didn't tell them what was stolen. Now, private hospitals in Brazil have a big thing about image, so when two cop cars arrived at the front of the hospital, everyone from patients, employees, HR and even the top administration came to see what was going on. One of the cops that arrived ended being one of my husband's uncles, so he just went straight to ask him what happened. My husband, with the most serious expression just told him, loud enough for everyone to hear, that he wanted to make an official report that someone stole his 50 cent pot of cream cheese. There was a general silence before his uncle asked, Are you serious? If I knew this was about a 50 cent pot of cheese, we wouldn't have come, and would have told you to go to the station to make the report if you wanted. My husband just answered with a smile, I know, that's why I didn't say what was stolen. Now you have to make the report. Which he did. Obviously the police wouldn't do anything about it, but because of the whole circus that my husband had created, the next week the hospital installed a camera right in front of the employee's fridge, and the food theft finally stopped. And next up is a story from Ice Arena Arena. Ice Arena. Ice Arena, I think that is. Cheeseburger with no cheese. Yeah, I know, that's a hamburger. But try telling that to every single Mrs. After Church Karen a hundred times and let me know how much you want to press the point. A cheeseburger was 25 cents more than a hamburger at fast food restaurant where I worked back in the day. Eventually I got tired of being yelled at for correcting and explaining that what people really wanted was a hamburger. This happened multiple times a month, mind you. I was not getting paid enough to stupid proof hangry people's fast food orders, so I started ringing them up exactly the way they ordered. At first I'd ring them up for a hamburger, cause I knew that's what they meant, but I got chewed out by someone who read their receipt, so no more going out of my way to save people from their self-inflicted stupid tax. The first time I rang up cheeseburger no cheese, the cook came to tell me I rang it up wrong, I just said yeah that's how she ordered it. My dead-on-the-inside tone said all that I could not express in mere words and the kitchen employees caught on right away. They never questioned the orders rung up that way again. It was a win-win. I didn't have to get yelled at for trying to save people money and the restaurant made an extra buck fifty every month from customers ordering cheeseburgers with no cheese. I don't mean to brag, but sometimes the restaurant made a whole extra $2 a month thanks to me. It was a little thing and petty, but it made my retail-weary heart a little glad. Update: I've been getting comments about burgers all day, and I couldn't get burgers off my mind, so I got a cheeseburger for supper. Best decision I have made all day. Alrighty. Well, our next story is from Okay Ganesh twenty-one thirty-seven. Boss says the time reported by the punch system is law. Watch me use the law to my advantage. Eight or nine years ago, I was a baker at a popular fast food chain in my country. I have always been a model employee, so one day I was surprised. The manager asked me into her office. She reprimanded me because I had taken a 45-minute instead of the 30-minute break one day the previous week. I remembered that day, and indeed, I had taken more than the 30 minutes—31 minutes to be exact—and that was because on my way back, someone had a concern that I took the time to resolve. I explained that to her but she was adamant that the system rounded to the nearest 15 minutes and that if said 45 minutes then there was no way I could have been one minute late. She made it clear that it was my fault and that the punch system is law since it can't lie. On my next shift I looked into it. On the punch system there is a way to see what time you punched. I realized that the system was not rounding the amount of time you worked or were on break but rather the time at which you punched. What happened that day was I punched out at 10.22, rounding to 10.15, and got back 31 minutes later at 10.53, rounding to 11, hence the 45 minute break. Now in my position I had the luxury of choosing when to go on break, as long as they didn't run out of anything during that time. From that day to the day I switched job a few months later, I made sure to go on break just after the cutoff and back just before the next one. For instance, punching out at 10.08, rounding to 10.15, and back at 10.52, rounding to 10.45. I thus ended up with 44 minutes break, that according to the system, was only 30 minutes long. One time a supervisor told me that it seemed like I was gone for a bit longer than usual. I replied that she saw me punching in and out and that she could go confirm in the system if she wanted to. Never heard from it after that. This one is from u gingerly forged. Manager tries to cack, th- cack down. <laughs> you know what, that can stay in there. Manager tries to cack down. No, the story is manager tries to crack down on dress code. I respond by wearing yoga pants to work. So, I'm a 34 male and working at a popular convenience store. Really popular with a cult like following chain years ago. I've always been a bit of a clown, but very good at following rules while doing so. After working there a few years and seeing managers come and go, we got in a new woman who was just miserable and really wanted to flex her authority. Shortly after she started, she posted the uniform portion of the handbook in the break room and started complaining about people's attire, but clearly took the biggest issue with girls wearing yoga pants. So me being the petty rule follower I am, combed through the policy and noticed some things in the wording. The rules stated that yoga pants are allowed as long as the ankles flared and there was no gender designation for these articles. Well, cue malicious compliance. I and a friend went to Walmart after work and bought a couple of pairs of flared yoga pants. Now, bear in mind, I am not a huge guy, but I am a little chubby and have a big beard. I began wearing them almost every day I worked, and especially if she was working. This infuriated her i would regularly hear her protest and even saw her go to the agm and gm their response was always i can't say anything it's in the dress code this continued for a month tops before she requested a transfer but what made it even more fun was trolling weird pervert customers they would stand at the deli area and gawk at the young ladies working especially if they were bent over the hot food table when i would notice this i would Siddle over beside them and give the boys two butts to look at before whipping my head around and making eye contact with them. The level of disgust on their faces just filled my heart with joy. Alright guys, thank you very much for watching, that's all I've got for you today I will be back very shortly though, I promise So make sure you tickle that Follow button, and uh Yeah, I'll see you guys In the next one, until then, have a great day Have a great week, and I'll see you soon
1: True terrors of horror Bizarre happenings Unexplainable events On our podcast, Disturbed Terror takes centre stage Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too! While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't, but that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast.